Just Got Standing. I'm Teresa. I'm Danny. Ooh, there seems to be a wee bit of a lag. Um, don't know why. Well, I mean, we are still in the middle of a snowstorm, so. That's fair. Or maybe it was my imagination. I got a new computer, you see. Oh, did you? You can see, like, much more of my room because, uh. The, the screen's bigger? Screen's bigger and the camera is like a, a laptop camera. That you're, like, blurry. Am I? Like trails? You weren't. And no, no, <laughs> no, just like out of focus, I guess is a better word. Mm. Maybe it's focusing. Oh, I'm sorry for that drink, everybody. Uh, maybe it's focusing on my microphone. No. Okay, cool. I don't care. I'm out of focus. That's how it is. <laughs> That's fine. I don't know how to focus a, a laptop camera. <laughs> I don't either. So maybe it's mine. <laughs> mm. <laughs> It was that, so this COVID test was the scariest test of my life. Why? Uh, because I got texted from my job that one of the people in the office had it. And I don't talk to the guy a whole lot, but I'm like, oh, can you imagine? It'd be the time uh. that we were both at the copy machine. But I was at someone else's house that I hadn't seen since like September. And I was like, oh. we're fine. Everything's fine. And then I'm in the middle of like having a good time. And they're like, bling. Igor has COVID. I'm like, your mother. Fuck your mother. That's what I think about. That's that. what happened to me. That's what happened to me. I was like, good time, good time. Avi and I were out to dinner. Like, he came, picked me up. We went out to dinner. Not the weekend that just passed, but the weekend before. And uh, good time, good time. And all of a sudden, he's like visibly distressed. And I was like, and he's bitching about the waiter. And I was like, what? Is That's like, no. We get in the car. And he's like, keep your mask on. Uh, I might have been exposed to COVID. I'm like, what? <laughs> I felt I was like, man, my friend's pregnant and shit. And I'm like, oh, I mean, I'm sure I'm fine because I t everything I'm eating is so delicious. <laughs> right. I know. I'm walking around like, can I still smell patchouli? I can still smell patchouli. <laughs> and uh, before I went, I was shoveling us out of the driveway. And uh, I was like, I don't really think I have it. <laughs> Michael goes, how do you know? I go, I'm only mildly winded, which is just fat guy winded from doing all this shoveling. <laughs> I'm not laboring. <laughs> uh, how was the snow? I, I haven't even gotten outside. Uh, it was fine. We d we picked a good time to shovel and dig out the cars because now in the morning, our cars, won't. we don't have to do all of that shovel because we did it at the very end, I guess. Now it's turning into tiny snow and water. Right. So that's just a coincidence, I assure you. <laughs> that was just me being like, well, I want to go get that test already. Um, there is a lag. Is there? Yes. Hmm. I disagree. Okay. See? Like, oh, wait, maybe for you. Yes. Oh. I think it's for me. I've never had the reverse lag. Like, you look like you're being dubbed. Oh, you looked like you were being dubbed earlier in the conversation, but now huh. I look like I, it. it might be the storm. It might be the storm. That's all right. A lot of times I cover up the camera so I can watch the recording happen to make sure it doesn't cut out. That's fair. Pretend I'm not even here. So did you have oh. fun looking up stuff about today's episode? Well, I did and I didn't. <laughs> um I learned that there's, uh, I guess we should talk about what our episode is about first. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're, <laughs> we're starting a new pantheon today. Yes. Dear listeners, 
We're going with the Norse gods. I wish I had fanfare to play them. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think that ahead very well. Um, I did learn that there's not a lot about the nine worlds. Not a metric ton, no. No. Um, and a lot of it is they think this is what they meant. <laughs> yeah, there's not a lot of descriptions in uh, the like one Christian poem that they saved. They're yeah, like, burn everything. That was that one. one. <laughs> yeah, that was that was the one that they kept going. The Sturluson. I got the one that was Prosa Edda. Oh. Which was well, done in the 13th century by some Christian monks, which I'm sure they did a real bang up job. Oh, I'm sure. I'll turn my volume up a little bit for everybody. Sorry. Um, I did learn that with the exception of Midgard, they're all primarily invisible worlds. Mm. Although they can become manifested in particular aspects of the visible world. I wrote down special notes about each uh, thing. Uh, I kept some of the stories to a brief because it might go into the interactions that the gods have with other realms. I didn't even write any stories with them because I was scared of that at all. That's why I didn't do it. <laughs> like there's um there's some like Thor and uh Jorgermagander, which is a sea serpent. They fight a yeah. lot. <laughs> Michael came by to say Mr. Manfringenson. Uh so we'll just cover that when we cover Thor because that's his fun. And that's not for here. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, I left out the stories because I thought they were too overlappy. Mm. And I just didn't want us to be repeating ourselves too much. Okay. Well, where do you want to start? But that was me. That's okay. Uh, where do you want to start? You want to start with the world tree? Yeah, because I think that makes sense. They all go around the world tree, right? Yeah, they're all on the branches. Uh, Yggdrasil is... The mighty tree whose trunk rises at the geographical center of the Norse spiritual cosmos. Um, I think it was easy for ancient peoples to think of it that way. Because whenever they drew maps, like in in the real world, um, they would draw most of what amounts to Europe and the north of Africa. And then everything else, they're like ether, I guess. Because they just didn't know. They were right. like, the whole world is the Mediterranean Sea. There's nothing more. I think there might be more over there. You're incorrect. There's nothing more. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, having a, a big tree in the middle of probably Norway or whatever and be like, yeah, that's as uh, max. That's that sounds good to me. It's maximum distance. Uh, the tree is an ash tree and the nine worlds are arranged on its branches, some higher, some lower. And just at the start of Ragnarok, the tree will tremble like a small Ooh. little tree earthquake. Uh, around the base of the tree is a dragon named Needhog and a couple <laughs> of snake companions. And they chew on the roots. There's three roots and they chew on those roots. At the Why? Uh, it doesn't say because I think it's like a metaphor of like life and death and feeding and not feeding. It doesn't, because, like, that. the tree never dies from the dragon gnawing on the, the roots or anything. Like, nothing right. happens. They're just doing that. They're just doing it. Just, there's a lot of animals on the tree that are just doing stuff. 
<laughs> animal stuff. They're just uh, there's an unnamed eagle at the top. Has no name. All it does is just sit up there, up at the top, and just be an eagle. And then okay. the squirrel Ratatascor scurries up and down the trunk from eagle to dragon and back again because the dragon and eagle are in an insult battle. Right, so they're roast battling, and the okay. the squirrel has to take the insults back and forth. And if something is cooler, like if it thinks of something better on the way, it will toss in an extra insult. So like if dragon's like, you tell that eagle it has three feathers and his mom is ugly. And and the squirrel will go back up to the eagle and be like, you have three feathers, your mom's ugly. And he said, I fucked your mom. So there's that. And then the, the eagle will be like, you tell that son of a bitch. And he runs back down and tells him. Nothing happens with that. That's just what's happening all the time. Well, I mean, they're there for eternity, so I guess they have to, like, amuse themselves at some point, right? Right, you gotta pass the time somehow. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's basically text messaging. (laughs) There are also four stags, all begin with the letter D. Dane, Davlin, Dunier, and Duthororor. And they graze on the leaves. They do nothing but that. That's their thing. There's a goat whose udders produce an endless stream of mead that supplies the mead to Valhalla. And a pig that they eat in Valhalla every night, but it's reformed every day. So, like, it's an endless edible pig. That's kind of shitty for the pig. Well, maybe the pig enjoys it, because it gets to be alive again the next day. So, during the day, it's probably good. Maybe once every couple of months, they're like, they go in for a big roast... And then that would probably be a downer for the pig. But if it's just regular, like, bacon, pork chops, it's got all day. I guess. (laughs) That's the bright side of being an immortal pig. I guess, but I mean, like, you know you're going to die every day. What are you going to do? It's eternity, so. This is the horses all over again. (laughs) Yeah, but the horses never come back. The pig just keeps coming back. That's true. That's true. Those horses are gone forever. <laughs> but horses are I the know. deal. <laughs> there's, what? A lot, there's a lot of horses in uh, in these myths, especially with Odin. There's an eight-legged one coming from Loki. Oh, yeah. They love them a weird animal. We know. They love a weird animal. Uh, Yggdrasil has three main roots. One is planted in Midgard, which is the world of mankind. One in Jotunheim, which is the world of giants. And one in Helheim, which is the underworld if you didn't die gloriously in battle. So it's literally everyone else. They call right. hell gets its name from hell. And if well, you, hell's one of the ones that I'm going to be doing. Yeah. And if, if you just die, which I found pain, out like when I die, definitely going to hell. Not because I did something wrong. Me too. The only thing I did wrong was to probably die in my sleep like a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> There's also wells beneath each of these branch uh, roots. Sorry, uh, the first well is called the Well of Urd. It's the Well of Fate, and you would think it would be under the tree, but they say it's above the tree, and it's in Asgard, which is up in the clouds. So, like the root goes down, di- like it dips down, and then it shoots back up, and then it plots itself <laughs> in Asgard. Oh. It's back into the left of tree roots. The Norns, which are, are like the fates or the times. So it's uh, the past, present, and future. 
the three women, they draw water from that well and uh, pour it over the tree every day, and it keeps the world tree green and healthy. If they fail, Aww. the tree will rot. No. They don't fail. Uh, the second... Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're not really goddesses either. They're just fates or whatever. Specialty items. Kind of like charities, maybe? Yeah, yeah just like, speci- like specialty beings. Gotcha. They just have a job. They're doing a good job. The second <clears throat> well is called... Haverglimir. I think I'm doing better with these pronunciations than the Greek. And it I'm not saying it's because I'm German, but I think I just <laughs> am doing better. It also might be because it's a little more phonetic. Like <laughs> it's spelt ways like we can read it. There's not weird K's and C's in there. <laughs> <laughs> really, truly. Uh this uh well <laughs> is a body of water beneath the second root, and that goes into Niflheim, the world of ice. And that's the specific route that Nid- Nidhogg, the dragon, likes to chew. Okay. He likes a, a minty treat, perhaps. And the third well is the Well of the Wise, Mimir. And it's the route that lies in the realm of Jotunheim with other giants. Uh, there's a story for Odin uh, regarding that well, but that'll be for Odin's day. Or Wednesday? Are we talking Wednesday already? No. <laughs> At Ragnarok, the last two humans, a male named Liv and a female named Liv Tracer, will shelter inside Yidrasil. Here they will stay until it is safe to return to the New World, and they will become the ancestors of all future humans. Oh. Right? And that is what Yidrasil is about. I like it. Hmm. Me too. It seems like a good tree. I like that squirrel. I like the squirrel and the dragon having a Yamama joke battle. With an eagle that has no name. I'm an eagle with no name. I don't even need a name. My name's Eagle. <laughs> it's just capital E. That's right. <laughs> um, before we start talking about the lands, um, I had looked up a few fun Viking fat. I don't, I don't know why that's happening. What's happening? Video? Okay. Autoplay. I don't know. My <laughs> life is happening. My life is happening. Um, I looked up some... It's because... Hold on. It's mm. Spanish olives because fucking the History Channel's website. <laughs> I looked up a few things about Vikings, but then I wanted to reference it and be sure I got it right. So I went to click on the website that I got it from, and because I don't normally have my sound on, I didn't know there was a video that plays in the background. <laughs> about Spanish olives. About Spanish olives. Um, um, I did I did look up, which I didn't realize this. So I found out that Viking is not something you are. It was the name of your job. You're right, right. Um, well, I didn't. I, I'm sure I knew that on some level, but it, I didn't. Sure. Um, it was a job description. So like the Vikings, it wasn't all Vikings. Sometimes there was just Norse people. Right. They just, just farmers. stayed home and farmed. Yeah. Um, and then the people that were lumped together under this umbrella were the Danes, the Norse, and the Swedes of Scandinavia. Mm. That they, um, it was patriarchal, but not as bad as a lot of patriarchal um, societies were. Right. The women were allowed to divorce. They controlled the money, that kind of stuff. And they were, you know, they didn't, they were very into like hygiene 
and they liked being blonde. So apparently blonde was like their fashion statement. Okay. I bet they would have <laughs> yeah. dyed their but hair with For that. the Vikings. Not, they did. They dyed their hair. Um, but being blonde was like, I guess nowadays it, it's like being skinny. Mm. <laughs> it was their big like, oh, if you were blonde, it was amazing. So they would dye their hair with urine. Mm. Yay. Does that work? Um, I mean, does that work? Yeah, like surely not, right? Urine. Well, it's the same concept. Like the peasants used to use um, urine to try to keep their uh, linens white. I want you to know for two seconds when you said, you know, it's like when the peasants, I was like, she's going to be like dyed their hair red with Kool-Aid. Like we did when we were children. <laughs> oh, so and we were peasants. <laughs> we're peasants. <laughs> no, that's. Dumb kids. When we were younger, and my hair was always too dark to do that. <laughs> Mine too. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my a few fun facts about Vikings, and we'll get into them more like as we go on. But I thought it'd be good to point out that it was actually a job title, not not like not everybody. Gets they were all Vikings. Yeah. So. I like that. Um, but anyways, going on, I'm going to uh, step into my first world now, which was. So there was, there was two ways I found it was either pronounced Vanaheimer mm -hmm. or Vanaheim. Oh, oh. Sometimes they threw an R at the end of it. Oh. What? I said, oh, okay. That's what we're starting with. Yeah. That was just, you know, when we did this, this was the order I wrote them in. And then I realized I probably could have put them in alphabetical order, but why? Hmm. I think I went, uh, I don't know how I went. I just did it. <laughs> Um, this one was the one that I found the least amount of information about. Yeah, you would have. It, very secretive over there. Yeah. Um, it's the home of the Vanir, which are the family of the Norse gods. But they're the ones that are associated with fertility and magic. There was another group, the Asir, that went to war with the Vanir. Mm -hmm. But nobody knows why. Um, it might have been a war that was fought over various practices, which the Asir considered unacceptable because they allowed incest. Mm. Well, yeah. so did the Greeks. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, however, if you're looking at the fact that it was the, it's the home of the veneer, veneer who were associated with fertility and magic, my guess is it is kind of like the Greek gods because who else are they going to mate with? Like, yeah, you know. Um, but they said whatever the war was about, it they had a peace treaty, um, which hostages were exchanged, and the sea god Njord and his two children, Freyr and Freya, went to go live in Asgard. Mm -hmm. So two of that's where they came from. So um, they were peace treated and sent to live in Asgard. Other than that, the only descriptions that are given for it um, was that it was a fertile and pleasant realm of magic and light. Yeah, they. Uh... That, that was pretty much. I would think that a nature deity and like sexy deities would be like, hey, peepin' Tom, peepin' Odin, move it along, okay? Right. <laughs> it's not for your eyes over here, okay? Unless you want to get involved, which I don't think you do. That was what the we're only other thing. <laughs> the only other thing they said was that Freya, with a J, mm -hmm. um, she was, because she was one of the most popular Norse deities, they said that she made her own realm of the dead, mm -hmm. which she might have fashioned after Vanaheim, which was her original home. Right. Uh, let's see. What do we got? That was Vanaheim. 
Van Helm, Van Helm. I don't know how to say these. I like those nature gods. Obviously, the, a nature god. Well, a nature god made it to the finals last time, but couldn't couldn't stick it out. Uh, okay. Couldn't stick it out. I'm hoping this year being more peaceful. I, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, last year was a rough year for the gods to be up against. You know. I don't know. I like. Uh, <laughs> I like how Frey is looking. You know. Yeah, of course. That's an early, uh, early prediction on my part, is Frey. I will cover Asgard, since the opposite of Go what you it. said. It's the home and fortress of the Asir, the other tribe of gods. The Asir were Odin, Thor, Frigg, Tyre, Loki, Baldur, Hemdal, Idun, and Bragi. Uh, we'll, could they all get their own entry later on? The Asir, there's not a lot about like what goes on in those realms. Uh, As right. Asgard is basically a castle with some nice grounds surrounding. It's in the sky. So it's up uh, near the top <laughs> of Yggdrasil. <laughs> uh, right. The Asir were thought as being the powers that hold the cosmos together and prevent the giants from succeed- succeeding in their attempt to drag the cosmos back to formless chaos. At Ragnarok, the gods will fail and the giants will succeed. And that's the end of everything. Wow. Uh, there are sub-realms in Asgard, so that would be the nice grounds surrounding. Uh, you get Valhalla, the land of the honorable dead. Folkvanger, that's Freya's realm. There's not a lot about it, except some honorable dead go there. I expect her favorites. And mostly a nature preserve, essentially. Oh. Like, she rebuilt, like, a bit of what her realm looked like since uh, since she got the short end of the straw there. She's like, whatever, I'm just right. going to make my own nature preserve. I don't need you to tell me nothing. <laughs> and so she does. Uh, Himbin... Okay. Himbin Bajorg is... I know. That was a, that was a mouthful. That's Hemdallers... Hemdal. Hemdal's realm. And he protects the Bifrost and watches over humanity. So he does get to watch everything that's happening. Uh, just like the movies. Maybe he's looking like Idris Elba as well. Nice. Uh, Bill Skamir is the largest building of Asgard. And that is Thor's building with Sif. He is married to Sif in Asgard. And that's all that's Asgard's got going. I guess. Well, that was more than Vanna Hammer. <laughs> yeah, there's not like a lot about like how it's decorated, I guess, or like any goings ons there, like when their council meetings are, where they're like new business, old business. I mean, I imagine those things right. happen, but I mean, man. The- I, I guess they just weren't pertinent to their stories. Maybe like, not. Yeah, maybe the Norse just didn't. They just didn't have that flair for the dramatics like the Greeks. Mm, I don't know. A- after reading some of the stories, I think they had a flair for dramatics. I think that they, I'm wondering, so I'm wondering if, and this is totally speculation. This is like, I did not find this anywhere. <laughs> I'm wondering if the reasons why they had so many lands, but they didn't spend a lot of time describing them was because when the Vikings went out and explored places, they probably came back and said, yeah, there was some cattle and there was some, you know, blah, blah, blah. But they didn't go into like, 
there was rolling hills and like we saw a castle. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So maybe that was just their nature. <laughs> oh yeah, maybe they were like that's eh. true. That, even though uh, we'll get to Midgard, literally means Middle Earth. I guess maybe they had they didn't have that Tolkien gift where they describe the woods for five <laughs> chapters and you're like I know what the woods look like please let's can we keep moving yeah and I had to sift through I don't know if you had the same problem but I had to sift through some things I was like oh this is a great description of the the world and then I realized I was reading a fan fiction <laughs> yeah I was or really like <laughs> you know like somebody cosplaying I was like whoa okay wait <laughs> I saw a lot of that stuff like, this like, is um, not got a war yeah stuff i was like whatever. all right <laughs> it's definitely gonna be a challenge because there, there's a lot more of that with north mythology than there was with greek mythology all right your turn all right new so, world all right we're this one i actually got the pronunciation to utenheim mm. which is the world of the giants oh, um okay sometimes we what okay sometimes referred to as utgard mm-hmm um, it's the realm of the giants and the frost giants, and it's located near both Asgard and Midgard. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know if that means it's in between them. It's considered a primordial place of chaos, magic, and untamed wilderness. So I actually, <laughs> so I, I thought that <laughs> the comics made this up. I did not realize that, yes, Loki really is from Utenheim. Yeah. Utenheim. Uh, but lived in Asgard, and we'll get into that, you know, when we cover Loki. But yeah, it, that that really was part of the mythology. It was considered best to be avoided, but there's also a number of stories, which is why I left them out, involving guards of uh, gods of Asgard purposely going there. Mm. Yeah, um, that'll, be, that'll be a great rating for that. Sep- yeah, there's there's actually quite a few, and and the stories are good. It's separated from Asgard by the river Iving. Mm-hmm. which never froze and was difficult to cross. Odin and Thor went there to the giant Utgarda Loki. So Loki is actually a surname. Mm-hmm. Oh. Did you know that? No, I did not. So there was a few giants that actually have a first name slash Loki. Oh. That aren't Loki. <laughs> mm. They must be um, so proud. <laughs> what? They must be so proud. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that either. Um, so the things that happens in Utenheim is never what it appears to be. So like there'll be all of these stories of things happening. And then in the end, it was basically a dream or like a a mind fuck Mm. because it's, it's a place of chaos and magic. So that's exciting. Yeah. So that is Utenheim. Oh, and I'll do Muspelheim. I'm telling you, I didn't look up that pronunciation. I bet it's right. Don't anyone correct me. <laughs> a hot, bright, glowing land in the south, guarded by Surt, a fire giant. In the beginning of all the cosmos, warm air from Muspelheim, uh, met with ice from Niflheim, and it formed the giant Uglamir, or Ymir for short. Uh, and he's the father of evil giants. Uh, sparks from him, uh, sparks from the realm of Muspelheim, become the sun, the moon, and the stars. And at Ragnarok, the suns, uh, the fire giants, led by Surt, destroy the world by fire. Uh, and Ragnarok's kicked off when the rainbow bridge is destroyed. 
So the cosmos begins with the fire giants and it ends with the fire giants. Nice. That's all there is to that. Nobody goes there. It's fiery and gianty and it's disagreeable generally. <laughs> People are like, very hot there. No, thank you. Okay, so we will go to Nefelheim, mm -hmm. which is the opposite of Muselheim. Muselheim. Um, so those two are the oldest of the nine realms. Mm -hmm. um, they're both primordial lands. Well, as yours was fire, this one is ice, mist, and snow. And some interpretations of the name Niflheim means world of fog. Okay. It's part of the North Norse creation narrative that uh, the first being, the giant Ymir, was born when ice from Niflheim and fire from Muselhelm met in the middle of Gunnagap. Oh, yeah, yeah. Gunnag That's the... Gunnagagap. Gunnag the abyss. Yes. <laughs> Gunnagagap. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> they, it is um, so a lot of a lot of um, Christi Christianity writings have mentioned it in a long in comparable to TARDIS and Greek mythology um, and then confused it with hell, mm. which it has nothing to do with. Um, and it's just like the other place. It's cold. It's misty and nobody lives there. Uh, Odin was said to have thrown hell into Niflheim and given her powers over the dead and the lives of those in the nine realms, but it's thought that she passed through Niflheim and then fell into hell, where she ended up rolling. Mm. So she didn't actually stay there. <laughs> see every all, see you all, all you listeners, there's not a lot about these uh, primordial realms in particular, because nobody lives there, nobody does anything there, because why would you? Right. But they're there, just in right. case, I guess, for end-of-the-world business well, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess they're there. I guess they're there because we had to come from somewhere. Mm. Things had to come from places. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I mean, or, or I, I don't know. Maybe they just were explaining volcanoes and, like, ice flows. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I had copied it, but perhaps I didn't. Nope, I did. It's up in Midgard's business. Where there's, like, some... Mm. Yeah, there's some related like fire giant stuff in Midgard as well that I saved for Midgard. But I'm going to do Ethlehem, Ethelheim, Ethelheim first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's um it's the world inher uh, inhabited by elves and they're like demigods, they're not really gods at all, but they're mystical beings. They show up in stories and things. Elves are described as being luminous and more beautiful than the sun. And there's not a lot of descriptions of what the place looks like. So they say realm of light and beauty. I expect it's like the nicest forest, you know, like the forest that the last unicorn lives in. But right. it's that. Uh, Freyr, the god, one well, not Freya, he's the lord of this realm. Uh, nobody, they, they can't figure out why because there's not like any gods that are associated with other realms. Just him. Just this one time. I guess you get, that, you get what you get when you destroy everything. So, <laughs> It's located even higher than Asgard. Not in like class standing, but in physical location on Yggdrasil. It's up even higher. Uh, and light elves. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty high up. Because the tree is the whole world, right? Right. The light elves and the dark elves, for that matter, they live 
maybe in Nephilim, but I, do not quote me on that. Do not take part in Ragnarok or any other events. I put down, I guess they are literally above it all. No. <laughs> there they are. They're above it all. Like, <laughs> like I don't know. They're just <laughs> above it all. They're like, mm, no thanks. <laughs> I am going to do Nid, Nid Uver. Ugh. I'm trying <laughs> to throw that little R on there. Um, which is, so we're called, we call it the land of the dwarves, but it's actually translated to mean low field or dark field. Mm. Um, there's another name called Svartafheim, which means homeland of the black elves. There you go. So That's this where is, they are. I, huh? I said that the dark elves lived in Niflheim, but I'm wrong. They live where you're talking about now. Yes. <laughs> um, well, that's because that's what they're calling the dwarves. Mm. So that's uh, the land where uh, they, all the craftsmen live. So the dwarves were master craftsmen, smiths. They lived beneath the ground. Some people, some scholars think maybe it was probably thought of as a labyrinth type subterranean complex of mines and forges. The word can also mean north or downland, north as in the direction. Okay. Um, the dwarves themselves are pitch black in appearance and they live underground and it's probably, they're probably considered pitch black because they might be in front of the forges all the time. They're noted for being extremely skilled smiths and craftsmen. Um, they created Thor's hammer, Gelfiner, the chain that bound the wolf Fenner, Skid, <laughs> Skidbladfenir, a ship which belongs to Freyr and always has a favorable wind. Gunninger, the Spear of Odin, Drapiner, a ring owned by Odin, and I'm only naming all these because they're going to come up in in the mythologies. The Brigisman, a magnificent necklace owned by Freya, and the long golden hair of Sif Thord's wife. And they're also extremely knowledgeable, wise, and magically powerful, but they turn to stone if exposed to the rays of the sun. Mm, yes. Yeah, and it doesn't say if they can come back. Like it, it doesn't say like if the sun goes down, they'll come back. The the four corners of the sky are are named after them. Hmm. Well, Astru, Vestri, Nordri, and Sudri, east, west, north, and south, which is how they're translating. They they hold the four corners of the sky up, apparently. Oh, okay. The lines between dwarves, elves, and dead humans are also very blurry in North mythology because the dwarves are sometimes called black elves, and sometimes they're uh, described as being dead or resembling human corpses. That's rude. Right. It's not nice to say about somebody who's... Especially when they can, like, craft all these things. They're pretty, like... I, I kind of knew they made all these things, but I didn't realize how many things. And there was a few of these things that I can't wait to hear the stories on, to be honest. <laughs> like, why did they have to make Sith's hair? I feel like Hephaestus is, like, can relate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 100%. I think the dwarves have a lot more to do than any of the other creatures... Uh, from other realms whether it's ice giants or fire giants i think the dwarves are somehow helpful <laughs> right it, it also points out that no one that there's nowhere that the word dwarf actually meant that it had anything to do with a small statue hmm. or stat you know a small person it was never a description that was given to these beings oh in in north mythology so why that translated over they they don't know oh that is weird yeah, I guess they could have been tall. right, which might also explain the dark elf aspect because if they were just as tall, yeah, that's true. All I can think about is when they cast that Hobbit trilogy 
And that one guy from Being Human was cast as one of the dwarves. And I was like, the most inaccurate thing about this is how hot that guy is. And the dwarves are not hot people. Famously. Thanks. Yeah, no problem. I wasn't <laughs> practicing or anything. It's cool. You didn't have to do it. I, I just asked uh, if I'm you could do it. with you. Oh, all, right. all right. Husband brought me more Scottish cream. Because I texted Aww. him, can you please bring me some more? And he slammed it down. So that's the slam you all heard. He's like, I was practicing. I did not slam it down. He slammed it down. He was like, this slave-driving woman that I married, how could she be on an episode of ID Discovery one day? <laughs> Who the hell did I marry? <laughs> it's going to be called, I knew exactly who I married and I did it anyway. <laughs> God damn it, now they're going to interview me. Uh... It's your turn. <laughs> well, the only realm I have left is Midgard, and we just told the most Midgardian joke ever. So, <laughs> Midgard is the land of mortals. That's us. We did it. We're doing a real bang up job, too. I'm sure Hemdall doesn't want to watch anymore. <laughs> so, as I turn it off, uh, it sits between Asgard and Helheim which is the home of the Asir gods and the land, I called it the land of the average to dishonorable dead. <laughs> uh, it, it means Middle Earth. And according to legends, the gods killed Ag- Agulermir, the fire giant from earlier. Agulermir was the father of all the giants. I should have put this in the other part, sorry. Uh, a male and female grew under his arm. His legs produced a six-headed son. So that's who he was. I should have put that under uh, whatever. That's okay. Muspelheim. 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 But I didn't because I did Midgar's research first. So they, the gods kill Aglamir, rolled his body into the central void of the universe. I didn't even write that word you said earlier because it's, it's Guggenheim or whatever it is. It's Guggenap. Guggenap. I don't know, but I like to say it. Uh, They pushed him into there, and they began fashioning Midgard out of that. His flesh... Gananga Gap. Yes. Yes. We got there, everyone. We know how to say stuff. His flesh became the land, his blood the oceans, his bone the mountains, his teeth the cliffs, his hair the trees... His brains were blown out all over the earth. Nice. I know, gross. But they're the clouds. Double gross. His skull was held up by four dwarves, the directions that you said, Nordi, Surdi, Astri, and Vestri, and had become the dome of the heavens. The sun, moon, and stars were made of scattered sparks that were caught in the skull. Hmm. Uh, Interesting. Right? The Bifrost is the rainbow bridge, and it connects Asgard and Midgard. And during Ragnarok, Midgard will sink into the sea, along with everything else in the universe. In that Midgard sea is a serpent named Ho Hormungandurger. <laughs> yes. Well, now I've had too much Scottish cream, and that's where it's going to be. This uh, sea serpent is the middle child of Loki. In Angerboa. Angerboa. You got it. That's right. Do not correct me in the comments. 
According to the prose Edda, Odin tossed Hormungandr into the great ocean that encircles Midgard. The soup engrossed so large that it was able to surround the earth and grasp its own tail in its mouth. Uh, so they call it the Midgard Serpent. Upon the onset of Ragnarok, Hormungandr will release his tail uh, as he must do battle with his arch enemy, Thor. Oh. oh, more on that on Thor's topic. And that is what Midgard is. You know, it's us. <laughs> In all our wonderful glory. Okay, so next we have Hel, sometimes known as Helheim, mm. because everything must end in Heim. That's right. Uh, so sometimes it's represented as a dark, gloomy realm presided over by Hel, who is Loki's daughter, even though sometimes comic books like to say she's his sister. She's not. Mm. Um, it's his daughter. Um, but his daughter is also the sister. So Loki's kids are Hel, the Midgard Serpent, and Fenrir the wolf. The first werewolf, right? Maybe. Uh, yeah. Yes. Actually, I think so, yes. Uh, when Loki's children were born, Odin knew they'd cause problems, so he sought to place each one where it would do the least harm. He placed the Midgard serpent in the sea which surrounds the world, had Fenrir ch- uh, chained up, and threw Hel into the dark realm beneath the roots of Yadisro. The realm is surrounded by a wall with only one gate and can only be reached by traveling downhill on a long path known as Helveg. Hmm. Or the word actually translates on the road to hell. (laughs) Crossing a dangerous uh, river of weapons. It became the most populous realm of the dead because most people who died there died from disease or old age. So Mm -hmm. it's not it's not like Valhalla where you died in battle and, and, uh, you know, got to party with the what are they called? The Valkyries. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah, so this is just, this was like, yeah, this is where ordinary people went to die. Um, So it has the most populous amount of dead, clearly. And they do basically what they did when they were alive. They eat, drink, they hang out with their friends. Like, they're not being punished. There's no punishment in going to hell. Mm. That clearly became a Christianity thing. There's, There's really no determining, on some level, there's no determining who goes to hell. Because the hero god Baldor ends up going to hell, even though considering his status and how he died, he should have gone to Valhalla. Mm, interesting. Yeah. So there's no rhyme or reason. Maybe he had a personal um, preference. Maybe he was like, what? he was in Asgard. So maybe he's seen Valhalla and was like, too posh. I'm going to Helheim. Maybe. Yeah. It wasn't a place of it. It's considered neutral. It wasn't a place of eternal bliss or torment. It was basically... They kind of think that the people down there didn't even know they were dead. Oh, wow. I never thought of so that. So they consider them like, what? I never thought of that. Yeah. So they consider them in like a twilight. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, it's not that exciting other than Loki's daughter runs it. But clearly she's not like a bitch on wheels. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, they do. T- they do sometimes say that a dog guards it. Oh, okay. Um much like Cerberus in Greek mythology, but there's I couldn't find anything on the dog. But maybe when I research Hell, like the the goddess, mm-hmm. maybe I can find something. Oh, okay. But that was my last world. So that's the nine realms plus the world tree. Uh, there's going to be five new categories. I don't have them with me because uh, I wasn't able to get it at work today as it is a... End of the World 2. 
right. snow pockets. And I still didn't go over the list of deities that you gave me, so <laughs> I saw it. I picked one already, but it could be a surprise. I see that. It could be what? It could be a surprise for next time. As will the... Yes. One of the topics is the role that that deity plays in Ragnarok. Some gods have bigger okay. roles than others, if any. Uh, how they interact with other of the nine realms. So today we went over the nine realms so we don't have to keep telling everybody which realm is what. Their hmm, notoriety, like how notorious they are, I guess. Right. like We should still include their children, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's still, uh, I think there's still family on that list. And there's definitely like how famous they are, like where they represent in pop culture and stuff. And right. I mean, if you get days of the week named after you you know it's pretty good it's pretty good i mean they have a whole movie series on most of them so if you're the star of thor the dark thor then you're <laughs> going pretty good <laughs> if anybody's ever cosplayed you for halloween <laughs> so those those are the rough rough categories everything's very rough right. isn't it yeah well i mean we'll touch on them again too but yeah, this way we don't have to keep going. You know, when we said that. Here's a fun side fact that will link to my Stargate podcast. One of the alien species okay. on that TV show is called the Asgard. And they're the little gray aliens. You know, like an alien-ass alien. And they are all <laughs> named after Greek, I'm sorry, uh, Norse gods. So like the first one they uh -huh. ever meet is Thor. And he's a little tiny gray. And he's like, hello, O'Neill. I am Thor. <laughs> And they're just very logical little aliens, like you'd think they'd be. I mean, I do want two baby goats, and I want to name them Thor and Odin. Mm, not Thor and Loki, huh? No, why? I don't think that I should encourage a goat to be named Loki. <laughs> I want chickens. I think it's just out there. Well, you want, want a chicken. I know you want a chicken. <laughs> I, want, I want two goats, and they have to be the pygmy goats. Is this how you're going to move to Pennsylvania? Because you want goats? Yeah, that's why I'm moving to Pennsylvania, because I want goats. <laughs> I'll come to my goat farm. You can pet them. They're so cute. <laughs> oh, my God. I said to uh, my friend Chris. If I get a goat farm, you can leave your chicken there. Right? That's what I'm getting at. My friend Chris is moving upstate with his family. And I was like, oh, my God, can I sublet a chicken to you? And his wife is like, no chickens. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Michael's also like no chickens. So they're often in a corner being like these two morons and their love of chickens. <laughs> I'm telling you, you'll never have another tick. Will you have to tell Avi that they're my chickens like you did to Bill with the lizards? <laughs> Danny one time I'm just told her it. husband <laughs> that I adopted a lizard and she was just holding it for me for like the next 13 years. <laughs> And he bought it for like the first like almost a year, probably. Yeah, he didn't question it for a very long time. <laughs> and then it was too late because he loved him. Oh, that was Julio the lizard. It was Julio the lizard. Yes, I had that was a secondhand lizard to begin with. <laughs> I rescued it and it lived another five years. I have no idea how old it was when I got it to begin with. Forever. You've had that thing forever. I did. All right. I think that Probably, nicely yeah. brings everybody into the realm of the Norse. Uh, got anything you want to plug or anything? No. No. Okay. No. It's 
snow apocalyptic. I don't, yeah. You don't much care for it. No, I don't much care for it. I have to shovel tomorrow. I'm just not even, like, wanting to deal with that. <laughs> uh, my only plug is go listen to my Stargate podcast. Uh, we've already met the Asgard there and the Egyptian gods. And it's Ooh. a fun uh, show. I'm sure you all know that, nerds. Until next two weeks from now. Goodbye. Yes. Bye. That was all a lie. Yeah, I uh, was like, I guess fuck the like, share and subscribe. <laughs> I saved the stupid piece of paper. I'm so confused. <laughs> this is a pile of lies. My life is lies. No, I don't need my line again. It's like, share, and subscribe. I know, but Thanks I said. Thanks to our listeners. I said none of my lines. I know. You, you can follow us on <laughs> Facebook at Last God Standing, at Instagram at Last God Standing. Yeah. We're on Twitter at Last God Pod. Last God Pod. Pod. Uh, you can get our podcast directly from God, lastgodstanding.podbean.com. Uh, like. And review our podcast on iTunes and Google Podcasts and wherever you get podcasts. Uh, thank you to Mike Giacino for our theme music and for Danny. To our listeners, thanks to our listeners. Like, share, and subscribe. Bye, for real. Bye. Bye.